Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about raising your service rates, and I'll go over some of the do's and don'ts, also some of the reasons why you should be raising your rates, and of course, some of the pain that you can incur and the customer incurs whenever you raise your rates. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And it's always a painful decision when you have to raise your rates. I'm going to start just by saying when is the best time to raise your rates? And I would say not in the winter time not before the holiday season. And I definitely would say that you want to raise your rates once per year if you can and do that at the beginning of the season. That way your customer can make the decision to keep you for the season or to try to find someone else to do their pool, which they may try to do, but it's not one of those things that happens often. There is a general fear that if you raise your rates that your customers are going to start shopping around for someone cheaper. That's just not the case at least not all the time, and at least not from what I know from personal experience and how I operate also. If I have a vendor that I'm dealing with, whether it be pest control, landscaping, any kind of insurance that I use, if they raise the rates, I don't immediately start shopping around for another company, mainly because I don't have the time to do that. It's a lot of effort to try to find someone to save a few bucks, and I don't really think it's necessary. And so I think most of the customers will fall into that same category where the fear of raising the rates and anticipating losing customers is not the reality that you're going to experience once you raise rates. If you do it correctly, that is, if you don't go crazy. Now, what percentage or how high should you go? This is up to you and it's dependent on your service area, what other people are charging, what your current rate is and how high you have to go to maintain your profit going into the next season. Coming off of a season, you should be able to get a clear view if your rates were sustainable and you stayed competitive. In other words, did you make money this season with the current rates you were charging the customers? Did you break even? Did you lose money? Are you losing money every month, but you don't really see it because you have other income propping you up? These are all factors you have to really look at and decide of how much you want to raise your rate. Now, I would say that if you're way below the market value, to go up to the market value, you probably want to do this as incrementally as you can so that you don't really shock your customers. You shouldn't be that below the market value after the last three years. But if you are, you definitely want to do it incrementally and it's something that you have to decide how much to go up. Most pool service companies will raise their rates anywhere from 10, which is low, and this is a very low amount that we used to raise rates back four or five years ago, $20, $25, $30 is more standard. 
anything above that, and you're crossing into shocking territory in some cases, you're, you're crossing into like a 30 or 40% increase in your rate, depending on your area. If you go up to like 40 or $50, you may have to in some cases, but I would say you want to say, stay within that sweet spot and kind of use yourself as an example. Let's say you had a landscaper and they were charging you $150 a month. If they suddenly went up to $200 a month, that would cause you to pause and take a step back. But if that landscaper was charging you $150 a month, this is for a small yard in California. The going rate's probably about that, roughly. And if they raise the rate to $175, I don't think it would be that dramatic for you. You probably wouldn't take a step back and consider looking around. If they raise it to $170, that's still within the range of where you can tolerate that, and you probably wouldn't be looking for another landscaper. And the same goes when you raise your rates on your customer. If you go up to a logical amount, let's say you're charging $175 right now, and you want to start next season charging $195, I don't think that's out of the realm of acceptable increase, and I don't think customers are going to necessarily shop around at that point, especially if you're well-established with them for the last few years. I think one rule of thumb that I mentioned before when you're raising prices is that if you can cover the amount of increase with the price increase, let me start over. If you can cover any losses that you may incur with the increase in your rate, then you're doing well. So let me give you a quick example. So let's say you're charging $175 a month. Let's say you have 80 service accounts. So the total gross is $14,000. If you were to go up to $195 a month and you have the same 80 pools, you are going to gross $15,600, which is a $1,600 difference every month. Now, if you lose five accounts, let's say you lost five accounts, you go up to $15,600, but you lost five accounts. And just for the sake of argument, let me use the new rate of $195 to kind of ca calculate the five lost accounts. So out of the accounts you raised, so you would have made $1,600, but you lost five accounts, which is $975. So you still netted $600. You'll still net $625 a month going forward. So $625 times 12, and that's a net of $7,500 over the course of the year with losing five accounts. Now you have more time because now you're down to 75 pools. You can easily add five more pools and bring that back up. So you want to use that as kind of a base. If you lose five or six customers, you're still ahead of yourself because you're still making more money. You're, you're not going out to do those accounts and you're saving on chemical usage on those accounts. And you can rebuild those lost accounts pretty rapidly in most cases. Now, if you're going to lose 10 or 15 accounts when you raise your price, then you may want to do it more cautiously. You'll know your market, you know your customers, and you'll know your competition in the area. There may be some low ballers in your area that are charging a lot less than the market value. Not sure how they're surviving out there doing that, but we have those in my area as well. They're not in business for long. They're not really making a profit. They're just basically spinning their wheels out there and doing pool service for fun, I guess. But you have to also weigh your price increases against the current market that you're in. And if you're going, if your market has some of these companies that are offering really low introductory rates or really low rates overall, you have to be a little bit more cautious when you raise your rates because you may actually lose more than five customers in that scenario if they can find 
another service that's more affordable. And again, if you're like me, you're just going to absorb the price increase because you've been doing business with that company for a long time. And to search around and look for someone else to start over, it's just a harder thing to do than just to pay the extra money if it's a reasonable increase in that particular rate. Now, there are some alarm bells that go off sometimes when people get price increases and they're going through other increases with their their auto insurance and their home insurance. Maybe their landscape is raising their rates. And so as a whole, they may be affected more by your increase than just you increasing because everything's going up for them. So just be aware of the fact that if the customer does start shopping around, it may not just be because of your pool service rate. It may be overall the fact that they have to absorb another five or $600 more a month on all their services across the board. And that's something that, of course, you experience yourself from other companies that you do business with. And you experience that with the burger place down the street when you go in there to get your burger special. And every few months, the price goes up by 50 cents or 80 cents or a dollar. So it's part of life that prices go up. And you want to stay at least above the rate of inflation with your price increases. Now, if you reach the maximum ceiling in your area, which is possible, some companies here in California have reached a point where it's kind of hard to raise rates any higher because customers are pushing back. You're not landing as many bids and you may be losing service accounts that you would want to get at a lower rate, but you can't capture them at the rate you're trying to charge. There are a few things you can do, and it's kind of pivoting to keep money coming in and not losing money and not sacrificing your base rate. So if you're charging $175 a month for full service, you may want to maybe take some things out of there. If you're charging for 3-inch trichlor tablets, you may want to transfer that to the customer if you haven't. You may also want to transfer any chemicals Even the maintenance chemicals that you're putting in, the chlorine and acid might be an itemized charge for that customer. You're certainly going to charge for, at least in my area, we have full-size filters. You want to charge for the filter cleaning, if possible, separate. Anything that you can do to offset the total cost but still make money. And on paper, you're charging just as much as someone who would be charging an all-inclusive rate, but you're kind of, you know, itemizing everything differently so that the initial price doesn't shock the customer. I think if you're switching from an itemized billing, like what I do, or I bill for the filter cleaning, monthly service, any chemical above the maintenance dose of chlorine and acid is charged to the customer. Any product I put in, phosphate remover, a pool RX is charged to the customer. But there are all-inclusive companies that also include the filter, all the chemicals. And when you go to bid an all-inclusive rate, sometimes it's kind of shocking to the customer because they're not breaking it down as an itemized type thing. So one thing you can do is change your bidding to more of an itemized. So you're charging instead of, you know, whatever the all-inclusive is in your area, let's say all-inclusive is 210 and you can charge, you know, 170 Then you can add the filter cleaning. You can add the trichlor tablets. You can add any other chemicals. And basically you're going to add up to about that amount with all the add-ons that you're doing with the customer or close to that. So if you're doing an itemized uh, bidding, you want to make sure that you subtract everything so that you're not losing money and that add it all together, you're pretty close to what someone would charge for all-inclusive service in your area. If you if this makes sense, basically you're giving the customer a smaller upfront cost 
However, there are add-ons to it. And this is done a lot in business to kind of offset the price shock of something. When you buy a car at the, at the dealer, you'll see the sticker. And then the add-ons come later when you go into the finance office. And they're like, well, there's a $1,200 delivery charge. And there's an $1,800 charge for this. And there's a $900 alarm charge. And it adds up to a lot more than the sticker. But that's kind of how they get the deal done by giving you a lower upfront cost and then adding everything on. So you may want to change your strategy and do that when you're bidding. And you also may want to offer more tiered services. So you can do chemical only, chemical net, chemical net and brush, chemical and filter, chemical and baskets, so that you're spending less time there. You can add more accounts and the customer is not expecting you to clean their pool, pool or do a full service cleaning for a lower rate. So tiered service is another way to offset that. But the bottom line is you want to try to go up a little bit each year to stay above the rate of inflation. And you want to keep raising your rates so that you don't stagnate and have to do large increases. I mentioned earlier that if you're below the market, this happens a lot when you purchase a pool route and the seller hasn't raised rates in three or four years and you're trying to get back up to the market. It's very difficult in that situation. It's difficult in any situation to get the rates up to a market value if you're really low. This happens in real estate when you buy a property and the rents are extremely low. We're under rent control here in California. So you can only raise it 8 or 10% a year and it makes it more difficult to get the rent up to the market value. So you want to keep going so that you are going to stay consistent with the market. Even if you do a small price increase next year, if you don't need to do a big one, any increase is better than no increase. The smaller the increase, the less likely you're going to have any accounts drop. I mean, if you just raise your rates $10, the chances of anyone dropping, besides maybe one or two outliers, is slim. Going up $20, you have a chance of losing 5 or 10%. Going up above that, you may have a chance of losing 10 to 15% of your customers. Again, it just depends on your area, how long you've been doing their pools, how well established you are with the client and what your competitors are doing in the area. If everyone is at the same rate or similar rates, there really isn't much the customer can do to shop around. They're not going to switch accounts just to save $5, at least not here, and I wouldn't do that. But if the savings is substantial, $30 or $40, which again is possible with a lot of lowballs, lowballing companies out there, and maybe there's some itemized companies also that are getting lower rates on paper, but in reality they're the same rate as you. And you can explain that to the customer too, that you know your rate may appear high, but you have you include things that other companies don't include, or your rate may appear low, but there's add-ons that the customer doesn't really feel. And I find, in my opinion, in California, the itemized billing works better because you have a lower monthly service rate, but then you add on the tablets that you charge the customer for, any kind of chemicals, filter cleaning. And it adds up to very close to what an all-inclusive service would be, but the customer doesn't feel the pain all at once when they're paying you. And if they pay you for the filter cleaning, it's not a big deal twice a year or three times a year to pay you for that. It's something that they're, they get used to pretty quickly. I really think half the battle of raising your rates is how you phrase raising the rates. You know, you want to make sure the customer knows that it's an industry-wide issue where the prices of the chemicals and the goods of service have increased to a point where you have to raise your rates to stay competitive in the market. And it's one of those things where if you explain it to them correctly, they're going to understand where you're coming from rather than just raising the rates with no explanation, which I think is a bad idea. 
And this happens a lot in services and a lot with people I deal with. They'll just give me a price increase without telling me why. And I think it's important to preface, especially the pool service industry, because we have valid excuses to raise the rates for sure. And you can just make it something simple, like a statement saying, due to the rampant inflation in the pool industry, where some of the chemical costs have gone up as much as 100% or more, and with the increase in other aspects of the business, I have no choice but to raise my service rates by $20. Um, I understand this impacts you and it impacts all the customers on my service route, but understand that this decision is something that had to be done so that I can stay competitive and also provide you with excellent service going forward in the next season, into the next season. It's something like that, something simple that they can understand. And I think they're going to appreciate at least some kind of explanation without you just raising the price with no explanation, which I think is not the best way to do it in any business, but especially when you're in a service business and they can shop around. You just really want to minimize the, you know, the urge of the customer going out there and looking for another service or comparing you with another service. And I think if you do this correctly, do it incrementally where it's not super painful, kind of like turning up the water on a frog, you know, if you turn it up slowly, you won't even know that it's boiling until it's too late. It won't jump out. I guess that's how the analogy works. And the same thing when you're raising rates, you want to do it gradually over time, year to year, just once per season if you can. If you, if you do it right, hopefully you don't have to do it once. And then try to get through until the next season. I would say March and April are the best time in my area to hit up the customer for a price increase. That's when the season's just starting. They notice they have a pool back there. So try to time that correctly for your particular service area. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you can find those on my website. On If you go to swimmingpoollearning.com, on the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts I recorded. If you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.